everyone? My name is Grigamo, and we're Day One Update, and I'm joined by one friend this time again. Hi, I'm Air. Yeah, and uh, Gozar can't make it because we did not invite him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was a spur-of-the-moment thing. I'm like, yeah. we're here, might as well start a recording. Yeah, our Air was over, and we're like, ah, let's just record something, I guess. We have time. Uh, we don't want to do the same thing last time, but we did both remotely. <laughs> yeah. Um, today we don't really um have a topic. <laughs> we sat here for like thirty minutes trying to figure out what topic we should record about, and we came up with nothing. So, so we are gonna record. So if you are listening, drop us a line and tell <laughs> us what topics we should talk about. You could drop us a line at day one updatecast at gmail dot com. Yeah, exactly. So our topic today is basically just whatever we want to talk about. I guess we're gonna talk about things that we're doing lately with games movies tv shows or impressions of random stuff i have no idea we call this segment random updates that works <laughs> <laughs> just made that up randomly <laughs> all right so let's go what do you want to go <laughs> what do you want to go over what are you doing lately or air uh nothing i got a new job so uh i'm out working and uh, seeing how things go and what about you um i'm working as well i guess not a new job i've been working here for a year but um i okay i'm gonna go into this because i remember i talked to you about this before but i remember that show netflix show i was talking to you about the island the island i okay i land right <laughs> island dash land. land yeah so this new netflix show came out and i i was like oh I didn't look up anything on it. It was just there on the spotlight, and I was like, "Oh, check it out! Netflix series might have might be might be decent at least." It was one of the <laughs> worst shows I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> you finished it though, right? No, I saw three episodes. Wow! No, I it was late at night, and I had work the next day, so I was like, "I'll just watch a few episodes." I saw three episodes, and I was like, "I don't think I'm gonna watch this again." Which is really surprising because if you know Gurkomo, he he never drops anything. <laughs> The show pissed me off. Um, uh, basically, <laughs> the basic premise of the show is I think there's like seven of them. There's seven people that were that woke up on a random deserted island, so like a beach, and they all were wearing the same clothes. They all had amnesia. They had no idea what they were doing there. There was like no clue. There was no like wreckage to signify that it was a plane crash or like anything anything of the sort where they're being lost or something like that. Right? There was nothing of the sort. So they. Uh, they all had to figure out what was going on and try to survive. But, man, like, the acting in the show is literally, like, the first casting call. And you have, like, the preliminary, like, old new actors that have no experience. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, they used them. Some of the acting was way off. It wasn't believable and just threw you right out of the, out of the, out of the show. And it, what pissed me off was, so they have no idea what's going on, right? Mm. No clue why they're there. And uh, they all just like, okay, let's just survive. We'll figure something out. And this one girl, the main character protagonist, she found a sign that was quite a distance away from them from where they woke up. And it basically said, uh, find your way back. Now, any rational person will see this as a clue and be like, someone left us here on purpose. And now we have to find our way back. No, (laughs) everyone on that island except for that girl was like, that's just a coincidence. Someone <laughs> someone could have just left that there and it means nothing. Let's just go survive and eat food. And I'm just like, who, like, this is a deserted island. Who would leave a sign that says find your way back? In any way, who would leave a fi- any sign anywhere that says find your way back? So <laughs> that's, that's where you draw the line. You're like, all right, this show is dumb. I was like, how are they seeing that as just a coincidence? Like, go oh, fi- be useful. I'm like, 
man, she's the only one that's trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> and they all went back and like this started is a, like, a Netflix show, right? Yeah, Netflix made show. It's a Netflix original series. So that could mean a lot of things. <laughs> I have no idea if it's, but it's it released all at once on Netflix. It's not like weekly, so it's not a network TV yeah, series. Yeah. That's all, just Netflix has licensing for. But um, I have no idea if uh, I'm, I'm sure Netflix funded it, but like there's like other people working on it. So we can talk about this. So Netflix seems to be pushing out more original content. Yeah, but it's not the best the quality content. is degrading yeah real fast yeah and it's it's weird because like everyone's complaining how they're canceling all these great shows like they canceled away after season two which had a huge cliffhanger at the end which was a really good series apparently season two was amazing yeah and then they came up with this show i think it's i think the model they're working on is it's cheaper for them to make a new show and get more people watching right to stay subscribed longer and get new people and have that show be garbage, right? Then create another season and have the people that watch season two drop off. Because the longer the show gets, the more people end up dropping off eventually, right? Yeah. So I think they're just trying to push out new content, whether it be good or bad, right? And try to get people interested in it just to stay longer. I have no clue. Because like, it's... Stranger Things, for for example, like they dropped season three this year, mm-hmm. and they released that the amount of subscribers they received just because of Stranger Things was insane. Yeah, yeah. and like that's season three of that series, and Away also had a really good following. I'm not too sure how big of it. I think it might have been more of a cult following rather than a. I watched the first season of Away, following. and I never watched the second season. Season one was kind of weird. Season two apparently was amazing, and then they canceled it after it was released. Yeah, probably had because of season one, it probably didn't have that many it's people weird. watching. Season it. two did so good, but like then they start funding like these type of shows, and they're really subpar shows. Like, I mean, let me see the IMDb score. Last I saw, it hovered at three point five. Wow, for that show, and that's the lowest I've seen. So for a show, Disney Plus also oh, it went up as four point one now. <laughs> oh my god! So Disney Plus. The finale was a five star. How do you have a finale that's a five? That's five stars. Come on. Like five out of ten, not five out of five. Five out of ten. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. So Disney Plus is has been launched in certain parts of the world. Oh, Netherlands or something, yeah. right? Um, and some people are up for beta, mm-hmm. right? And so far from what I'm seeing, the reviews are really positive, mm-hmm. right? The UI is good. The selection of shows and stuff is good. Uh, we we know that they're making some really hit shows. They got Marvels, the whole the huge lineup of Marvel shows. I, I don't know why, but I'm more excited for Mandalorian. Yeah, that trailer was amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited for Mandalorian. And, and like, apparently now, like somebody leaked it, or it, I read it on IGN at least that they have the retro Spider-Man and X-Men TV shows, the cartoon yeah. TV shows. And I'm like, yo, I want to sign up just for that. They're bringing back nostalgic series. They're rebooting the nostalgic series as well. So Lizzie McGuire is getting a sequel series yeah. about Lizzie McGuire living in the city at, at her current age, what she would be now. And they got the money, so... That's going to bring back a lot of people who watched Lizzie McGuire as a kid. So I feel like a lot of people are going to jump ship and Disney's just going to be possible. like, hey... <laughs> if Netflix keeps making series that are like just subpar mediocre series mm-hmm. no one's gonna want to pay after the price increase again for so that, how do you feel that. about so the whole point of netflix was to cut cable mm-hmm. how do you feel now that we got prime video netflix not, disney plus hulu 
HBO Go. Uh, here we have what Crunch Crave, or Crave, Crave yeah. right? And so many more. Warner well, Brothers is making one. It's like, not. It's not going to be canceling cable anymore. It's Apple's got one it's, coming. It's going to be cable again, but with a little bit more freedom as to no when, ads. when you want to cancel. Yeah, no That's ads about it. and stuff. Yeah. So it's literally like a ser- new series comes out on a se- on a platform you like. Subscribe for one month, watch that series, unsubscribe for the next. Uh, but this is, I feel like this out. is turning out to be more expensive than cable. Because your cable bill before was like, let's say $100, mm-hmm. right? A month. No, that's way too much. But yes. okay, let's just say $100 <laughs> a month, yeah. right? Um, uh, If you're signed up to like seven or eight of these. Yeah, but you're not going to be all subscribed at the same time. That's the thing. Well. Because you'll be unsubscribing after every month. That depends on the format of the shows. But Disney Plus also revealed that their shows are going to be released weekly, not all at once. Exactly. Netflix, theirs are all at once. But Mm. however, recently, and there's been an article saying that they're looking at the weekly model. Yeah, some of their shows are weekly. You could get, you can hold on to those people that are canceling then every Mm -hmm. month, right? Because you binge watch, you're canceling, you go somewhere else, right? Yeah. You can't do that for a weekly show. Yeah, you can't. You got to wait four or five months for the show to uh, season to end or whatever, and then subscribe, watch it, and then jump off again. It's going to be weird. Like, I don't know what to really expect anymore from Netflix. Like, it's... I remember when it first came out, when they had Netflix original series, all of them were, like, almost blockbusters. Yeah. They were all really good quality, really well-made, and high production value as well. And there were movies that didn't even go to theaters. They were straight to your Netflix account. Like, it's insane. And, like, I guess now they're just, since all these companies are coming out with their own streaming services, they're, like, pump out as many series as you can so we have at least a catalog that could fill a whole yeah, screen yeah, they instead will. of losing everything that they currently have, right? Because they, they, they lost a lot of Disney. Yeah, they're losing Friends soon. They're, they're losing, losing The Friends. Office. Like, they're losing a lot of these shows and movies that are not originals on their thing. Like, uh, their anime has, an, has a chance. Because they are putting a lot of money into new animes. But then again, you'd want to sign up for Crunchyroll for animation. Yeah, but like they have like original series from like Watanabe for Blade Runner and all this stuff coming up as well. Mm. They got a Ghost in the Shell anime they're remaking. They got they got like a Pacific Rim anime they're making. Like there's a lot of Cowboy Pop. I hope that's good. <laughs> Honestly, if Cowboy Pop turns out the live action turns out bad, yeah, right. That I feel like that will burn Netflix down. There's also Avatar: <laughs> Last Airbender live action. Oh yeah, that too. Which is run by the original creators, right? Yeah. So. Apparently, they brought back uh, that martial arts um, instructor or, like, a coordinator. For what? That they had for the original series. Sifu Kisu, I think his name was. Oh, okay. They brought him back to do uh, the, ser- the series as well. Oh, live action. Cool. Interesting. So, they're going to have some proper martial arts in it. Wait, um, did you see that Netflix series called Wu Assassins, by the way? No, okay. I watched the trailer. I'm like, this doesn't look that good. <laughs> I watched it just because uh, Iko... Eco Oasis, Eco Oasis, isn't it? The guy yeah, the, the main raid? character. The raid, yeah, yeah, the he's the cool. Adventure. That's the only reason I did want to watch it. He's one of my favorite martial arts actor. Yeah, but oh my god, like the, the some of the martial arts scenes were actually really good, but like the CG was like mid two thousands level. Wow, there's a lot of CG and it's bad. It's really bad CG, and like the guy's a really good actor when he plays in his home country Indonesia, but when he acts with the English accent language, language like using English. It doesn't. The emotions don't translate as well, because it doesn't. It seems like he doesn't know how to translate them. 
push those emotions in English as well as he can in his home language. There's no issue with. It. There's no issue with. It. I'm perfectly fine that he's really good in Indonesian. It's just, it's just when he acts in English, he just he probably needs more off. training. I wonder if it was the same for like Jackie Chan early Maybe, in his yeah. career, right? Um, yeah, but I don't know. But hopefully Netflix pumps up some new stuff. Otherwise, like I remember, I was saying on Netflix might be my original like always subscribe to uh, 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 Model, service. Yeah. But it might end up being Disney Plus because they're going to keep releasing. Yo, Disney Plus sounds amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I have no idea. Come on, Netflix. Got to step up. I really hope you do. Yeah, that well, we'll see. I, I I haven't been on Netflix in a while, I realize. Like, I can't remember the last show I actually watched on Netflix. Other than, yeah, Stranger Things was the last thing I watched. So season really three. Good. And then I haven't, I haven't been back on Netflix since. Yeah. Stranger Things, Stranger Things was actually really good. Um, Carolyn Tuesday, the dub is actually it was good, surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. And the fact that the songs are also originally in English, so they translate perfectly. It works. Well. It, it just works. works. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys haven't watched Carolyn Tuesday, part one is on Netflix and it's great. <laughs> yeah, part two should be up soon, sometime later this year. Yeah, and uh, anything else you want to say about Netflix? <laughs> I think of anything else. Nothing, man. It's just like I don't know. I just hope they 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 start doing better. Hope so. so but like it's weird because like you have Disney Plus, you have mm-hmm. Amazon, you have Apple, right? You have all these big studios that has all this influx of cash. Yeah. Just, they'll be like, okay, fine, we could drop a few billion dollars and get this to work, right? Whereas <laughs> Netflix is like, we don't have that. Yeah, because they don't that. do ads. No one needs to do ads and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're just making revenue off of us. Yeah, and they've been they're constantly been losing money, right? Yeah, I wonder. Money I need to double check how how the business is actually run and how much money they're making and stuff. Yeah, that could be why they're they can't make as much original content because they don't have that much. To or throw it could into be it. they're lowering the budget they're giving to these uh, people that are making the original content. Yeah, because they don't have that budget that they could give as, as they did before. Right, like that could explain why the quality has been slowly going down. Yeah, it's really weird though, cause like they're doing a lot more content, but there are a few gem- gems in there. Mm-hmm. Right? Like most of the gems are shows that aren't really that Netflix just purchased licenses. Yeah, for. yeah. That that saying of are. Netflix original is very misleading. Yeah, cause they like they always they don't even say Netflix original anymore. It just says N series. Oh. Cause half of them are not originals. They're yeah. just shows that they've licensed to uh, give out. Right. They bought the license for. It, I mean. So they dropped the whole Netflix originals uh, thing, which is whatever. Um, so, any games you're playing? I was just going to ask you that. Because um, I don't think you are playing any games right now. I'm playing a mobile game. <laughs> right? Because so, that's all I have time for. You know, just like I sit there for like 10, 15 minutes. What is it? What's uh, Dragalia Lost. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's lost. it's okay. It started off okay, and it still is okay, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those gotcha games. I don't know why I play them. It's just they're dumb fun they're for dumb fun. short spans of time. And it's Dragalia Lost. It's it's a fun game, and it, and the amount of quality of life and how good the developers are gave this game so much like positive points for me. Yeah, like just I, because like the the devs are so quick to fix bugs, so quick to respond, so quick to like give quality of life updates. Yeah, my like, phone's like two and a half years old now, right? Yeah. And it runs still pretty smoothly. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like I was playing One Piece Treasure Cruise, mm-hmm. right? 
and I loaded that up like a day or two ago, I was literally sitting there for like five minutes just to get this game going. One Piece hasn't had a proper update to revamp anything for the longest time, and it kind of sucks. Yeah. But um, like uh, for Dragalia, like like there's issues with like quality of life issues. Like oh, I had to combine like all these swords one by one to like uh, make this higher advanced sword to upgrade it. Now you could just they Click. added like an update where you could just do yeah. all five at once. Like yeah. they're so quick with these quality of life updates that it just it just makes it, it me want to play it yeah, more. It definitely needed the quality of life updates, but the fact yeah. that they actually changed it within the first within the first year, a couple yeah. months and brand new ramp um, revamp, right? So it was that was cool. Are you playing any mobile games? Um, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing Dragalia Lost. Yeah, Pokemon Masters. Um. I played this uh, One Punch Gotcha game as well that came out recently. I didn't know. Not liking it. Okay. <laughs> and uh, One Piece Treasure Cruise. Yeah. So tell me more about Pokemon Masters. You think it'll have as big of a following as Pokemon Go did? I don't think it'll have as big of a following as Pokemon Go. It's not. It doesn't have the same appeal factor as Pokemon Go, where Pokemon Go is mostly just dumb fun about you could I just play super catch, casually catch just your own Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Masters is a bit more grindy, a bit more intensive. And also, like, you have to pull. But yeah, there's no walking element yeah. and stuff. There's no finding element. Yeah, there's no element of having gems and pulling, right? Like Pokemon Go like, made you the trainer, so that was interesting. Because I yeah. remember when the game first came out, we literally walked around, drove around trying to find Pokemon. I think the whole world did this within, like, the first, like, few days. So, <laughs> and uh, I didn't hear anything about Pokemon Masters. Like, nobody going out to play yeah. this or whatever. It was really quiet. Only people that are really interested in it were people that are just normally interested in Pokemon. Still. Like, like they have an interest in Pokemon still. Like, Pokemon Go appealed to a lot of people for nostalgic purposes. So, it grabbed a lot of people that haven't played Pokemon in a while. Or just grabbed random people. Because they're like, damn, it looks fun. Right? So, but, are you playing any uh, PC exclusive games? <laughs> PC games? Yeah. Because you have a pretty, de- a pretty nice uh, computer. Uh, it's old now, so I have a i7 4790K processor with a GTX 970 and about 16 gigabytes of RAM with yeah. SSD and it's, two hard drives. It's still not super old. You can yeah. still play some decent games yeah, decently well. Yeah, I still play well. some decent games, but uh, I haven't played too many PC games lately. The only one I'm playing is Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Path of Exile? Yes. So it's like, a, if you play Diablo, it's pretty much a uh, a loot game uh, and also just like it has one of the most in-depth character creation uh, pathways. Like uh, it's weird because when trees. I play PC games, I mostly end up playing uh, like sim, sim simulation games, RTS games, like either The Sims or Civilization <sighs> or Total War, right? Freaking Civilization! I called Air at my house to come <laughs> over and just chill and uh, just like we maybe play a co-op game or just hang out or watch a movie. I booted up Civilization so he could play it for a bit. He's like, yo, I he, got Civilization. I'm like, which one? He's like, the newest one. I'm like, uh, all right, you want to do a game on that? He's like, not really. I'll do like, Let's play something else. I'm like, oh, let me just run one game, right? I was supposed to be... I stayed one night over. I was supposed to stay one night. I stayed two nights. Yeah. Um, and you played uh, the entire time. Yeah. I played from Friday to Sunday nonstop. He literally played Friday until like 4 a.m., slept, woke up, played... All day again, <laughs> like it was, it was literally all civilization for him, and I was just sitting there watching. <laughs> I nuked everybody. You nuked everybody. <laughs> it was, it was fun. Like those games are really fun. Yeah. Like I used to play City Skylines, 
which was a, a city building game. Uh, Civilization sometimes. Uh, I used to play Dota 2, but I've stopped. And mostly now it's Path of Exile. I played a lot of Total War Shogun. I remember that. I yeah. loved that game, right? How so, did a Total War Shogun like compare to like uh, Civilization? In terms so of they're battle. two different types of games, yeah. right? In my opinion, well, they are. They are. They're very they're drastically very different. different games, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I like the the more historical Japanese trend and all that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun, right? And I like the fact that you could control your your armies, right, to fight, and you could zoom in and see them fighting and stuff. So that that mechanic was really interesting. But I like the aspect of civilization building cities, taking over other cities. Like, it's more... You're on different levels, mm-hmm. right? Total War, you're more closer to the ground, whereas Civilization, you're more of a god-like entity, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... There's this game, Frostpunk. You ever heard of it? I think it's called Frostpunk. No. Um, Frostpunk. Yeah, um, it's a... Uh, I, I don't know what genre it is. I, it's escaping my mind. Survival well, game. Yeah, it's a survival game, right? But it's you basically build a town, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you have to manage the people to survive the harsh okay. conditions. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then you send off the people to gather resources and sort of, right? So it's like civilization except one town, yeah. right? Maybe like one or two other ones that you can it's build It's a survival on. sim game where yeah. you're like the leader of the town. And so you're I've been it. meaning to play that. Mm-hmm. Never got around to it. So I've been watching a few videos on YouTube. Right, so those are the games that typically end up playing on PC. Um, one of my first PC games, though, this was a long time ago, was Need for Speed. Which one? Need for Speed. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think I think it may have been one or two. Right. Yeah. Uh, I just remember the one of the best and coolest car uh, cars in the game was mm-hmm. a Lamborghini. Uh, a Lamborghini Diablo. Need for Speed PC. I want to see what game was on PC. Uh, oh, a p- bunch of them were released on PC. Yeah, a whole bunch. One. A whole bunch of them released on PC. Yeah. Uh, type in uh, Need for Speed uh, Lamborghini Diablo. I think all of them have Lamborghini Diablos. No, I think that was the cover of the game. There's either The Need for Speed, which came out in 1994. Oh, it could be that one. It was the original like one that was like that old? Yeah, it was like one of my first PC games ever. It was on DOS. Did you play on DOS? I <laughs> I don't think it was that one. <laughs> I don't think you played on DOS. I I bought it. I Need bought it from s- Staples, I believe. It could be like Porsche Unleashed, Hot Pursuit Two. It might be Hot Pursuit Two. Or Underground. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I think that was it. Yeah. Okay, Hot Pursuit. Oh, yeah, it was a freaking Lamborghini Diablo on the cover. Yeah. That game, I yo, I still have fond memories of it. Yo, the original Need for Speeds, everyone has fond memories of those. Underground 2 was amazing. Most Wanted was one of my favorite Need for Speed games. I feel like it hasn't been the same in a long time. It hasn't. It hasn't. Um, I played the most recent ones. So I played Need for Speed Payback and Need for Speed... Uh, um, just the one that was called Need for Speed. Yeah. So Need for Speed and Need for Speed uh, Payback. They did not have the same feel at all. Mm-hmm. They were very like, I don't know, this is compared to like Forza Horizon in terms of driving and mechanics and overall just so like... So what do you prefer in a driving game? Do you like a more 
Gran Turismo, uh, Forza Simulation, or do you like a more arcadey? So you like so you like Forza something Horizon in between. Style. So like cu- like customizing your car to whatever you want, mm-hmm. and just driving free for all wherever you want, open worlds and like. So how do you feel about landscape. Forza Horizon versus Forza? So Forza is very very like sim sim type game, right? Yeah. So the racing is actually you pick a track, you're you're stuck on that track, and you drive that track, right? And the main purpose of the game is getting better on driving, so beating your current time records or racing other people. Mm-hmm. Forza Horizon is more like you could pick what you want to do. You could drive tracks, you could drive races on tracks, like uh, do online races or do just do random races, or you could drive around open road and like. Uh, you can play online just have people with you driving around the world what do you like more scenery. between the two open world driving open world driving yeah. just love it so like Need for Speed Need for Speed doesn't have more the arcade. same feel that Forza Horizon does in open world driving anymore yeah um, like what Need for Speed had like Forza Horizon as great as it is it doesn't have as much visual customization so you can't customize the the cosmetics of your car too much other than paint jobs. Yeah. You can do the interior, the internals, like the engine and the springs and shock absorbers and the, the uh, engine. Because they're still trying stuff. to maintain that simulation. Yeah. Yeah. You could do all that. You could do all those customizations. But the cosmetics, not so much. I remember in Underground 2 and uh, Most Wanted, you could like make your car look like the most baller thing ever. Right? Yeah. They had like... So much huge selection of rims, huge selection of different body kits you could put on every single one of the cars. It was insane. And like everyone's cars look different because they're like out of these real designs that people made. Um, it doesn't have that anymore. It doesn't have that same feel anymore. Do you remember Burnout? Yeah. That was a fun I game. really liked Burnout. It was like crashing in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd go, you crash intentionally and try to yeah. rack up the points. I really, I feel like. Burnout Paradise. No, way before that. I didn't really like Paradise that much. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Paradise was okay. That was Which one of the newer ones. Burnout. Okay, Burnout. I looked up Burnout and it... <laughs> Burn, burnout Prevention and Treatment. That's <laughs> no. Not, that's what I'm looking for. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I like the arcade games more than, I think, mm. the simulation games, right? However, if I want to play a simulation game for, like, racing, I prefer the Forza or the Gran Turismo over the horizon and the sport. Yeah, for simulation purposes, then, yeah, it's definitely Forza. But, like, if I was going non-simulation, I prefer the Need for Speed and uh, Burnout. It's more, it's arcade. Like, those are my two things. Like, if I want to play, like, a racing game, I want to play Gran Turismo and Forza. But if I want to just have a casual, fun uh, time, Mm -hmm. right, then I'd want to play Need for Speed and Burnout. For the horizon, right, where it falls somewhere in between the two, right, um yeah they're fun i can see the appeal of them just for me personally right i it's not like i don't like them it's just i don't gravitate towards it mm-hmm. and i'm looking forward to a new forza right because we had horizon two horizons now we had four horizons four horizons now right so i like i want to come back for the new console at least well, forza always comes back yeah because like, forza 7 was the latest one forza 8 should be coming out probably on the new xbox yeah yeah right That'll be like their title game on release, like Forza 5 was, I think. Because I feel like they learn very different things from each game, mm-hmm. right? And I like to see the new Forza 8, or whatever it's going to be, um, how they implement the stuff they learned from Horizon mm-hmm. and make that game better, right? Because, I don't know, just that's just a personal thing for me, mm-hmm. right? 
uh, either simulation or fun arcade stupidness. <laughs> Remember when you played Truck Driver Simulator? Yo, <laughs> that game was so hard. We honestly, honestly, we also played with keyboard. Yeah, on we a did. laptop. Yeah, yeah. So parking the truck, I think, took us about three hours. <laughs> did it really? I don't think so. It didn't seem like that long. It, it felt like it. <laughs> so they went back and forth and just jackhammering our truck constantly, <laughs> trying to park it. Actually, there's a lot new weird games like that, like far- farm games. farm simulator. Right? There's a farming simulator competition. Yeah, there is. Yeah, you yeah. can win like, awards and stuff. Yeah, man. I don't know that. Um, uh, what's the, like? What? There's so many other. There's flight simulator. There was a that ad for flight simulator for Google Stadia or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Google Stadia was coming out with a flight there. simulator. People were excited for that. Cause it's it looks cool. You can fly anywhere you want. Yeah, and also really low to the ground. <laughs> Um, uh, what other like games are, are you playing? Are you playing anything? What are you new? playing on console right now? Because I'm not really playing <sighs> consoles right now. I don't have time. So I bought recently Control. Yeah. For okay. Xbox One. I heard the frame rate really sucks on that game. <sighs> on the Xbox One X, it isn't bad. I haven't played it on the original, the regular console, so Xbox One or PS4. Um, but there is like a few glitches in the game that are really bad. <laughs> So one of them being, I, I've been looking this up online, this glitch, to see if anyone else has had this glitch. And I haven't seen anyone else with, that had it. I don't know if it's just me. <laughs> What's the so glitch? It's, it's a third-person shooter game. So do you know when you aim, you're looking over from the person's shoulder? Yeah. And you can see the reticle in the center of the screen, but the camera's like over here, right? Sometimes when I aim down my sights, the camera's behind the, her head. And the reticle is in front of her. So all you see is her head and you can't see what you're aiming at. Oh, okay. I, I get it. So the camera locks in the back of her head. And yeah. And it. it takes, it's like, it takes like a good, like a while for me to just smash buttons to figure out how to turn it off like that to go back to regular. But it's so weird and it's so annoying. Cause like I've died a good three times because of that. Cause I can't, I just literally can't see what I'm aiming at. But your frame rate's good, right? Frame rate's fine. I haven't too many issues with frame rate, but it was just that there's some issues with textures popping. Mm-hmm. where like sometimes the textures would be really grainy for a while and then it would slowly fix itself when i leave when i leave the room and the other textures will load oh it's like there's like these small here and off there errors but the game is still really really fun the controls are great really fluid uh controls in terms of switching between a regular shooter game and using your abilities i totally forgot that game was coming out yeah so like there's abilities where you could use telekinesis there's abilities where you could levitate and uh uh like throw yourself really far and stuff like that like there's also like the super powered melee attack you could do like it's really fun and really like satisfying to shift between those two different mechanics of the game it's really it's actually like i think it was like a surprise release for me i didn't even know it was coming out either until a friend of mine at work said oh i'm picking up control what about you i'm like i completely forgot about that game i remember seeing trailers for it but i completely forgot about it myself i picked it up that day and I loved it so far, other than that glitch where the camera freaking go behind the girl's head. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that you're playing that. Oh, you just got Gears, too? I got Gears. Gears. Haven't played it yet. I've been waiting on someone to play co-op with. I have someone now. I'm here. Yeah, so <laughs> right after this, we're probably going to play Gears. And then we'll probably do a video. We'll uh, probably do another recording on, on it to see our first impressions of the game, I guess. So this, since this is randomness mm-hmm. and we don't, we're not sticking to any formula or whatever, right? Um, I want to get your take on... It's we're closing off 2019 now. We're in September, mm-hmm. right? 
We've got a few more months left. Uh, what new technologies do you want next year? Like, are you looking forward to buying anything? Like, right now, I'm looking... I want a smartwatch. I know they're oh, kind of... Okay. Like a, anything, I know they've kind of okay. died down, right? But yeah. I'm waiting for, like, Google to come out with a, uh, a new smartwatch, right? Because they were supposed to come out with the one last year, but they mm. didn't. And uh, I'm looking forward to see these new foldable phones behind uh, camera... Camera behind the screen phones, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, I, I want something new like that right so for cameras behind the screen is that is there like a working prototype or pendant pattern yeah for it yeah so samsung owns one of the patents right i don't exactly know how those patents work it's, right what usually what usually happens with these new smart form technology something as radical as that usually it comes out in china first with the chinese brands such mm-hmm. as xiaomi or oppo or something right so i believe there is a phone on the market a chinese phone that does have that implemented. I'm not 100% sure, right? I did see a prototype of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's an actual commercial release of it only in China or Korea or somewhere. Um, uh, but I, there are prototypes. Yeah, and it won't come to Western market until it's like actually good, right? Like, so Samsung won't release something with that. Until yeah, like it's they're actually... fold. This is like the second time they've delayed it. That fold phone is terrible. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea. Like, I don't have hope for hold for fold phones because of the Samsung Galaxy Fold. I do. I feel like they'll get it. I don't like the way they will get it sooner or later, but I think it was too early to release one to the West. Yeah. I don't like the front screen of the fold. You like the way Huawei's doing it. I like the way Samsung does it, but I like the screen size of the Huawei eight. That's what it's called, the Mate 8 or something? Yeah, where it's... Well, Samsung has this massive notch at the top left of the screen. Yeah, well, so when you open it up, Samsung screen, mm-hmm. even Hawaii screen, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's when you close it. Samsung has, like, another screen or something. Yeah, right? Samsung has another tiny screen. Really small one. Yeah, whereas... Because Samsung closes inwards, right? Yeah. Whereas the Huawei phone closes outwards, yeah. so you get half that screen, right? I feel like... The way our phones have gone now, mm-hmm. right? We're we're almost at full screen. We're like 99, 98% of the way there, basically, <laughs> right? Going a full bezel-less screen, right? And the full bezel-less will happen once we get the camera underneath the screen. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. And uh, even then, I don't think you could do 100% bezel-less. Like, I think you would need some sort of bezel-less to keep the screen locked down. You got to have some sort of bezel so you're not accidentally touching the screen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, so... We've made it that far with these big screens, like five point something, six inch screens, right? For us to go to from that to a folding screen, yeah, we're at a bigger screen, but when you fold it, why do we get that crappy tiny screen in the front? <laughs> yeah, like it's weird. Like you pay so much for this phone, you're not going to use it full all the time. Yeah. You're only going to use it full like once in a while. Like when you're walking out in public or you're using it like uh, while walking or using it to switch. Or on a bus or, or anything. whatever, like, yeah. The chance of you using full screen all the time is very low. Yeah. You're mostly going to use it in the half screen mode and you're stuck using that tiny little screen when you paid over like $1,500 for a damn phone. It kind of feels like the hell See, that's another thing the about these phone it. prices, right? That phone was supposed to be somewhere around the two grand, three grand mark, right? Yeah. Here comes... Apple with the iPhone 11 Pro Max, right here in Canada at least, the 256 gig version. Mm. No, it's like the 512 gig, isn't it? 512. I can't remember. Yeah. Whatever a picture I put in, right? 256 or 512. It's mm. two grand. Yeah. 
It's more but than it's as much as I'd rather get the fold, something new technology that's than the, that. That's the pro though. So they are releasing the iPhone regular eleven for six ninety nine. Six seven hundred. Yeah. Which is pretty decent price. Yeah, but then you're under I feel like that's not what Apple was. You know what all these iPhone one, two, three, four, five, it was just the one phone and this was the best phone we could make. Yeah. That was it. Right. Then they started coming out. Okay, fine. This is the best phone we have, but here's a budget phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Now with this year, it's like, here's the iPhone 11. That is our budget phone. Right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we have these other ones to yeah. overshadow our iPhone 11. Mm-hmm. Right. The thing is like I, the iPhone 11 doesn't even have an OLED display. I believe I think it's iPhone 11 pro that does. Yeah. So, and the iPhone 11 pro, what does it start at? Um, that's a pricey phone. Yeah, it's definitely going to be pricey. Like, there's a Pro and the Pro Max. Yeah. Um, what is it at? Goddamn, load the site, please. Do you have an iPhone traded? No. $999. So it starts at $999. Grand. $1,000. Yeah. Which is what Samsung prices are sometimes priced at. Yeah, but flagship phones. Look at, look at what you get, memory-wise. Um, choose like, your model Life 11 Pro life. So Pro Max is a uh, 1099 And the 11 Pro is 99 So let's go 11 Pro Space Gray 64 gigabytes is 9 is nine, 64 gig is not a lot Especially doesn't without expandable storage The issue is Is that they don't do 128 gigs anymore They stopped doing 128 gigs I forgot which model it was So it typically, typically goes from 64 gigabytes Straight to 256 so they don't have that 128 anymore. Yeah. And a lot of people will like to go with 128 because 128 makes sense. If it's cheaper yeah, and you still get more memory. No I think 64, you should get rid of the 64 gig. Yeah, like 64 gigs seems like the most plausible one to get rid of. It made sense a few years ago, but now everything's like 4K pictures, 4K yeah. video. Like you're going to... 256 is a lot. Yeah. And not a lot of people are going to use that much storage at all. 128 is a good middle ground and they don't sell that much. Because they know that's going to be the most popular. So they put 256. 64 is too little. 256 is too much. People are going to go for the too much because it's easier to deal with than, than too little. Yeah. And <laughs> with Apple, is they have that whole... I don't know if the, the new phone will do it, right? But the older phone is like when you were maxed out of memory, it was just like, yeah, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like Apple, yeah, you can't do anything. It, it does constantly prompts you by iCloud saying... Hey, your storage is, uh, you know, maxed. <laughs> it's full. So you mind are deleting some stuff so you can back up your phone. Yeah. And it just, and it's like, what do I, what do I delete? Like, I, like. Everybody likes having everything on their phone. Or yeah. with them. Right? Nobody likes deleting stuff. We've all become di- data hoarders. <laughs> data hoarders, exactly. No one likes deleting anything anymore. But iPhone, like, I, we have never been people who buy iPhones. No. Anyway, right? I've always been an Android guy. Yeah. The thing is, though, if I could... Uh, I, I said this a few times, but I'm not a massive fan of the Windows operating system. Never okay. really was. You want to make a Hackintosh? I would, uh, like, after working and doing software dev as a career with the Mac, I've come to really enjoy using the Mac OS, especially in the software dev world and just overall. Mm-hmm. It's just so much more intuitive. Um, so if I could make my, like the only issue why I don't go Mac is because I have to buy a full box and I don't have any customization of that box. 
Yeah. Other than you, paying the massive you Apple get what premium. you get, and I also have to pay the Apple Premium, yeah. right? So if I could build a computer and easily put Mac OS on it without too much of an issue with the Hackintosh thing, yeah, then I would love to do that. That's an option I would definitely go with. I would get rid of my Windows OS on this and just put Mac. Yeah, too bad Apple never let that happen. Well, the thing is, Apple is also they're selling their OEM parts to third-party retailers now, so they are getting a bit more friendly in terms of uh, open openness. So I'm hoping they lean towards allowing Apple to work with third-party uh, um, parts, PC maybe, parts. Maybe, maybe in like I don't know, fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> maybe by then we'll have quantum computers. <laughs> I don't. Maybe. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so speaking of, so have you heard the the news about five G happening? Um, and six gigahertz. Six, G, six gigahertz Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, right? right? Yeah. So what's the deal with six gigahertz? So I was watching. I typically watch Linus Tech Tips. Yeah, and I watched one of his, thing on it. Yeah, I watched one of his videos on it. Uh, it's another band that mm-hmm. they could use. However, uh, it's used for emergency services and uh, callbacks for ra- uh, signal towers. That might be right. And I think there's more to it than that. I can't remember uh, the video now, but uh, there might be a. A monetary issue as well. Mm-hmm. Like these companies don't want the six gigahertz bands opened up, yeah, because so, they want to hoard it, or they want to sell it chunks off of it, because they want to make it license free. The uh, FCC in the states, yeah, like that's where the the article came from. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know much about it. That's all. That's all I really know. But, Is there a difference in like speed? Yeah. Massive difference? Massive difference. Hmm. The range is very short. Of course. Right? But think, I don't know, I wouldn't even say, I think it's more than double than the speed that we're currently getting. So, right now, like, we just got these, we're just getting these, like, smart. Apparently, you could stream 4K easily. Like, we just got these, uh, like, before we had Rogers give out these routers, I had two separate Wi-Fi networks for 5 gigahertz and 2.4 gigahertz. Yeah. Now they're going towards... A single Wi-Fi that smart switches between two gigahertz to five gigahertz, depending on what's best. Yeah, for you at your range. Um, <laughs> there are some routers are have gonna, bands. Some are they going to do that with the six gigahertz? Hopefully, if they do get six gigahertz. That's yeah, well, I feel like we've come a long way with the Wi-Fi technology, right? Um, and but there's still a long way to go. Yeah. Because another topic: smart cars, auto driving cars. Yeah. Right. If that's all connected to a neural network. Right, where all the cars are talking to each other, and it goes back to some sort of hub, mm-hmm. and the cars always connected to some sort of network. Right, it might be easier for them to find glitches, make it safer. But like everybody would have to be on that same hub, right? Yeah, sort of like how uh, they manage uh, uh, planes in the sky. Um, I don't know why wireless networks technology when it always. Uh improves or gets more gets more innovation it's always a scary thing because like i think wireless networks is the one that gets the most flack in terms of their innovation it, like people always say like oh radio act radio action oh radiation radiation, stuff, yeah, radio yeah. action. <laughs> uh, radiation uh problems and like five giga five uh five g is getting huge issues here yeah in yeah. terms of their cell towers that cause a lot of issues in terms of see radiation, i don't radiation and stuff i don't believe all that mm-hmm. i do believe that that is a concern yeah right however 
it's it's about cutting costs, saving money, mm-hmm. right? For these guys, they want the best tech out there. But if it does cause massive radiation, they're not gonna want to spend all the money to prevent that, right? They're gonna wait till news starts popping up, like, oh, this is deadly, this is that, blah blah. Government steps in, be like, oh, you gotta do this, do that, pay a fine, whatever, right? It's always easier to get the technology out first, yeah, and then worry about the fallout later. That's also like the scary thing overall. Yeah, like, you have all these five G towers out, and let's throw them out. Oh, people are dying of radiation. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I don't think that's actually the case. I don't think that's yeah very factual. I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't really read up much on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but yeah, you progress, yo. Progress, yeah. It's. You can't all, be scared of all innovation, innovation. and technology is going to have this type of uh, fallback, like automate auto 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 automated automated cars, automated drivers. How do you feel about that? Self-driving um, cars. I'm for it. I like it. I like the technology, but also I'm scared of it. I want that technology right now. <laughs> like I I don't want to wait, yo. I just want to be able to sleep in my car. <laughs> well, I don't think you'll be allowed to sleep. Yo, just let me sleep. You have to be awake. No. But if you, if What's the point? Especially if you're behind the wheel at the beginning stages. But then I'll, I'll sit technology. in the passenger side. Who's behind the wheel then? The AI. You remember, like, in Jesus Transformers? The you remember in the original movie Transformers? Where they had holograms to yeah, the yes, driver's yes, seat yes. there were no drivers? Yeah, yeah. It should be like that. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Imagine getting picked up by an Uber and the driver is a fucking hologram. <laughs> it's like shit. <laughs> yeah, self-driving cars. Like I, I'm. I love the technology for it, but I'm also scared of it. Just in terms of like, I don't know how it's gonna work when everyone has. It's hard cars. to get everybody to adopt to it. I feel like if everybody jumped ship all of a sudden and got self-driving cars, mm-hmm. it'd be we'd be able to progress a lot faster. It's also that you have these self-driving cars that are primarily driven by AI, but then you also have a human sitting there that has control over the car. Whenever there's a human, any sort of user, you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, users always mess up everything. Yeah, like you have no idea how that user is going to use the car. You have no idea like how he's going to intercept the self-driving mechanics of the car. Like it's like sometimes people are not going to get the sensors fixed. Like, because it's too expensive, right? Yeah. Like it's, you never know what's going to happen, and that could lead to pretty bad accidents. You never know. Yeah, can you imagine if you had to replace, like, a $150, $200 sensor, right? Yeah. That was critical to yeah. the system, and the guy's like, I'm not going to do it. So he just drives it manually But or something what like if, that. like, the car doesn't even drive? It just, like, sits there in a driveway. It won't even turn on. Can you imagine that? Trying to go tell your boss or whatever, trying to go to work and be like, I can't drive my car. It my won't sense, let me. My, my sense is broken. <laughs> you have to get a towed. Like, oh. like, I have no idea how the, how that's going to work then. But, like, it's there's always going to be something. Like, uh, there's that uh, joke, like, oh, what's the issue with the computer? And then they would say, uh, between the keyboard and chair, <laughs> yeah. which is the user, yeah. right? The, the problem lies between the keyboard and the chair. Yeah. That's what the some of the terms are because they're just saying that the person messed up, the doesn't know how to use the system or just messed it up. Yeah. So if you ever, if you're one of those people that call IT for help, <laughs> they are making fun of you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is something Can't they do Can't give away do. the secrets, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you're, if you're calling to ask why my computer won't turn on because it's not plugged in. Wi-Fi, 
or <laughs> that why my charger isn't working because the brick is disconnected from the AC adapter. Yeah. It's like, then it's just like, oh man. Which Maybe is surprisingly a lot it. of people. <laughs> yeah, but like then you get to the point like, why do we have IT then? We, we call IT for these issues. Anyway. To, solve, Whatever. to solve technical issues where it doesn't require IT to just plug the computer <laughs> in. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> We've both worked in IT. Um, they were fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun, fun group of people. Fun group of people. So is there any sort of technology that you're looking forward to? Any sort of device that you want to buy? I don't even know. I'm very like not that. You big. already have everything. You bought. You bought. Yeah, but I have. Guys, look at my watch. <laughs> yeah, you just bought. I have a bare bones twenty dollar digital watch. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about that projector. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, let's talk about the projector. So Bye. I just bought or pre-ordered the Optima. Whoops, my bad. R. Steve drops an Allen wrench. I think that was. It was a screw. A screw. <laughs> like <laughs> Is that the one you just bought. No, this oh, okay. was one I took for reference. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just bought the Optima P1, Cinemax P1, which is an ultra short throw 4K projector. And I am super excited for when that comes in. Yeah, it comes in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yep. It's, so it's basically a laser projector. That short you throw. That's a short throw. So it only needs to sit about two feet from the actual screen, and it needs to be below it about by 11 inches. And uh, it just is a laser projector that shoots 4K up to 120 inches. And why didn't you get a TV instead? size mostly oh, okay so um when i was looking up tvs in the 4k range about because uh, the current tv size i have is 64 inches and i want to get something bigger mm-hmm. and so i was looking at 86 inch tvs because that was the biggest ones i could find at best buy and they go up to up to high as much as like 10k dollars for 4k if you want to get a decent tv yeah today we saw like a 20 30 dollar projector yeah, as well yeah uh, yeah we saw 20 30 000. that was 8k though um uh, so then the only reasonable thing that came to my mind was to get a 4K projector with the screen, and that should uh, that should be at least cheaper than the TV, if not the same price, and you get a bigger screen size, and uh, just in terms like it's just less bulk to worry about, right? So I want to talk about TVs for a second, mm-hmm. right? About this race that we have to resolution. Yeah. Right. So we were at 1080p. Now we're a lot of people are on 4K. Right, some I people just got into 4K. Yeah, you're just getting into 4K. We yeah. have 8K TVs out now. Yeah, right around the corner. Next, well, we're going to 16. Right, it's gonna keep going. It's um, gonna just keep going. Is this viable? No, because at some point, like, the pixels are gonna get too small for us to even really notice. Yeah, right. So, what do you want to see in terms of? improvement like hdr image. i feel like was a big step yeah like image and color accuracy yeah that's it that's that's the biggest improvements we could have in tvs now any sort of features i don't like what else features would you really want i want because tvs are known for having more latency than a monitor yeah for like gaming and stuff right yeah. so i want some of these bigger manufacturing companies to make panels that allow for low latency so we could play our fighting in and so on right mm-hmm. but obviously they're, they're, we're such a niche market they're not really looking at us yeah they don't really right? care about us um uh, <laughs> maybe some i really used to like picture in picture back in the day yeah i remember right? that that was so <laughs> that was, sick that was so cool you could have like a little uh, th- thing in the bottom corner yeah. while you watch something um but they still do have picture in picture but it's slightly different now mm-hmm. right and i don't think i've seen a tv that can do multiple hdmi picture picture 
Mm-hmm. Right? So you could do a TV and uh, from like your cable box or whatever. And then you could do like a uh, an auxiliary input like PC or uh, through VGA or whatever. And yeah, I can't, I can't remember... One of my main gripes is why do not t- why don't TVs have DisplayPort? Yeah. Why do no TVs have any DisplayPort connections? Well, HDMI 2.2 is pretty good. DisplayPort is better. DisplayPort is better. Yes. That's why they primarily use on monitors. Most yeah. people use DisplayPort on their monitors. So it's weird that no like no uh, TV even like just port variety. You would at least want DisplayPort if you want to connect your computer for DisplayPort, HDMI for all your other systems, and then freaking die. Let VGA die. <laughs> yeah. You always need VGA is important. You always need VGA. <laughs> but like uh, TV technology, like I don't really see the importance of that 4K res- the resolution race. Yeah, like I think that's. I want more features. Have useless. TVs. I like, want more features. Yeah, we're we're getting smart TVs. But mm-hmm. I feel like they're not as smart as they should be. It's still the basic. You got Netflix. You yeah. got uh, smart, smart TV. Hub. Is literally if it has apps on it. Yeah, I don't. I want to see more than that. I want yeah. same with consoles. I want more than that. I want the home automation part of it in there. Yeah. Right. Connect to smart things. Hue hue lights. Right. Yeah. Allow for immersiveness. Right. Like auto adjust color uh, uh, temperatures and stuff like that, depending on the lighting in the room. Yeah. Why do we need to pay Best Buy an extra $100 to calibrate the TV? For them to come down and just make a few sliders go left and right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, have technologies that make quality of life for setting up these TVs just so much easier, right? Like, a lot of people, I think about, like, majority of people that buy TVs, they don't touch the color calibration. You just on their turn TV. it on. That's about they it. leave it as factory default, and that's good for them because they don't know what color... Uh, what they don't know how to do it they don't want to mess is. with it yeah they don't know how to use it they don't know how to change it so like i'm pretty sure you could have like uh, you could work on having some sort of sensors or some sort of like technology that could sense the lighting in the room and adjust the color temperature according to that because i like, look at the tvs that we see in showrooms like best buy and yeah. stuff right those things are calibrated for the room yeah and they're even playing videos specifically yeah. designed yeah. for showrooms you know that's what makes that tv look amazing yeah right however at home you're not going to get anywhere near that <laughs> exactly right? yeah so why do yeah i feel this gripe about paying best buy a hundred 120 dollars <laughs> to come to calibrate my tv when i could just do it myself and i watch like i read reviews on how to calibrate and blah mm-hmm. blah and i don't have the sensor i don't have the equipment right yeah i try to calibrate it the best i can with you using your naked eye, right? Yeah. So, like, add features like that into the TV. <laughs> like, there was, like, some cool stuff at CES. Like, I saw that uh, uh, foldable TV. Yeah, okay. That was in a box. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It folds yeah, up so halfway. It fold, it fold, yeah, or it whatever. folds up. So, like, you could have, like, an ambient display where it just shows up the top inch of the screen that yeah. has, like, time and weather and stuff. And then when you want to watch a full thing, the full thing just rolls up. Yeah. I like, these, I like these foldable designs. It goes for that new trend, minimalism, mm-hmm. right? So when you're not watching TV, you can just close down and you could have whatever you want behind it, like windows or whatever. When you watch TV, up it goes and you can watch TV. Like those type of those type of innovations are pretty cool. Yeah, it's just, they're so niche. They're and niche, they're, but like... I want, I want will, more of that. Yeah, I want more of that. I want to see some cool stuff like this. Like the wallpaper TV, mm-hmm. it was niche, but hell, that thing was really freaking cool. Yeah, it was amazing. 
there's literally a, this panel is a panel on its own, and then you have the sound bar at the bottom that has all the TV tech in it. With the it was so thin that it needed magnets to stick to the wall. Yeah, it literally is like it bends. It yeah. freaking bends. <laughs> like those type of innovations, I would love to see more in TVs. Not more like, oh, we have 8K resolution. Oh, now we have like 16K where like you can't even. Yeah, I feel the like pixel. this resolu- I like how they slowed down a bit and tried playing with 3D, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, that was... It kind of died. It died. Nobody really liked it because yeah. it wasn't all-inclusive of everybody. Like, yeah, guests over, oh, crap, I need to go buy $400 <laughs> worth of glasses. <laughs> it's also like, when you're watching in the movie theaters, it's wall-to-wall screen that's massive, that your peripheral vision is usually just a screen anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that 3D works with that. And I like how... But when you're watching it on a 40, 50-inch screen... The only 3D part is the screen that's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So it kind of takes you out of the 3D effect. And I don't like the fact that we're going so hard and strong on resolution that we're forgetting about other stuff like sound. Mm. You're you're concentrating TVs. so much on visual immersion, right? That you're forgetting all the other aspects to bring you into the world. So I think it's become synonymous that when you buy a TV, you'll buy a sound bar. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of speakers and TVs are. I very, don't like very, sound bars. I hate sound bars. Very, very dull. Mm-hmm. Sound bars are getting better. So for like most people that are, do not want to buy a full, uh, for a tiny, system, for, yeah, a sound bar with virtual seven point one is not bad. And they have they have like a wireless sound bars with wireless with the wireless sub, so they're brain dead easy to set up. Yeah, and you will get pretty good audio quality out of it. So I do like this innovation of Dolby Atmos. Yeah, I'm so TVs, animals. so TVs are, uh, they're pretty much lowering their uh, priorities from sound. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not putting that many great speakers in the TVs itself. They're yeah. mostly just like, okay, if you're gonna buy a TV, most people are just gonna buy a soundbar. Yeah, which, which is, I guess, fine. But then work with these. Yeah, these like cl- systems like, are so enclosed, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, we're gonna focus just on the TV. Okay, we're just gonna focus on just the sound, right? And then those two companies don't talk. Yeah. Right? And it's like, okay, we have this amazing sound system, but it doesn't work well with this TV. And yeah, we have this why, amazing TV, and it doesn't work we well with TVs that have, like, soundboards implemented in it, have, like, more speaker technology implemented into the TV itself, so we don't have to buy a soundbar. Yeah. So, like, people that want to buy soundboards, they can, but people I believe, that... I believe it's a Sony TV, or mm-hmm. uh, maybe a LG. Um, I'm forgetting what manufacturer. But the screen vibrates. Yeah, the speakers are built in. I think Linus did a review. <laughs> Go back to Linus. Yeah, Linus did a review on it. There were a few things about it. Like if you put it really loud, you could actually see the screen shake. A bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so they, they said are... like it's actually a lot better than regular speakers at some points. Yeah, so it, they are improving, mm-hmm. right? Um, but not at the pace of resolution. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This like whole 4K, 8K rates. Like I just bought a 4K TV. Like, yeah, like two years ago or something. Down. Like let me enjoy right? my 4K at least. Yeah, and we're not even. Like, TV shows aren't at 4K yet. Even yeah. shows on Netflix, right, Some aren't at 4K, yeah. right? They all don't have HDR. Mm-hmm. And HDR, I feel like it's such a huge leap mm-hmm. versus going from 4K to 8K. If you don't have that HDR in there, yeah. then what are you doing, right? Yeah, like, 4K... Um, so, uh, 4K, like, I think... 4K Blu-rays are the best way to watch, to enjoy your 4K. Mm-hmm. But 4K streaming services are getting a lot better. Some of them. 4K like, Blu-rays are still so expensive. They're like 40 bucks. Right. Where? Cat. Canadian. They're 40 bucks. Really? Most of the movies I've bought, and I have a few of them. No, like uh, not 40. the the players. Oh, the pl- players. Yeah. Just buy a freaking console. Yeah, the <laughs> players are still so expensive. Yeah. Right? And we have 8K around the corner. Like, what the hell? 
Yeah, it's like I think you could get 4K players for like 400, 300 bucks. Yeah, they're stupidly well, priced. You could get an Xbox One S that has a 4K digital playback in it. Yeah. For like that same price. Yeah. So just get an Xbox. You get games with it too. <laughs> Sadly, the PlayStation Pro does not have a Blu-ray. Yeah. 4K um, Blu-ray player. What's What's interesting though, like since the price is so similar, is there like a difference between Xbox One Blu-ray player and like to a, a regular Blu-ray four or five hundred dollar Blu-ray? Yeah. Hmm. In terms of that, quality, that is very interesting. I don't know. I wouldn't think so. Maybe the other aspects of it, like uh, they have a something better for the sound built into it right Maybe. or uh some sort of smart feature i have to look that up yeah that's interesting i actually never thought that's about interesting. that because if i have a 4k projector am i going to be bottlenecked by using a four, uh, xbox one x as my 4k blu-ray player versus uh, a regular 4k blu-ray player yeah that is interesting i don't i would i would think no i would think no right yeah because the signal would just get transferred over through HDMI 2.2. For games as well. Games support 4K HDR and stuff like that too. Yeah. You would need a 4K player. Yeah. So I'm assuming it would have the same technology. Yeah, yeah. I would think no. Right? But them charging four or $500 yeah. for a player? Uh, no. Something's <laughs> not right. Remember when Blu-ray players came out? They were on the same price too. Yeah, but then they dropped. They dropped. Yeah. <laughs> They're like 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. Right? They, and, but it's not even that they dropped much further into their life mm -hmm. right like there was a huge gap between when we originally had blu-ray versus now that we have 4k blu-ray yeah right and yes it was expensive at the beginning like everybody had a ps3 that had a blu-ray right mm -hmm. and then it slowly dropped down right it was the race between hd dvds and blu-ray right and now with 4k it's just like okay yeah we're not dropping but we still have we have 8k coming in now yeah. yeah, we're still not dropping. <laughs> yeah, like, it's going to take a while for us to get 8K Blu-rays to become regular. I guess it's been recent that 4K Blu-rays just But we still don't have 4K, original. like, anything, basically. You, games natively mm -hmm. are upscaled, mostly, right? Unless you have a really powerful PC that you can yeah. play 4K games on, right? Um, uh, TV shows and stuff, those aren't 4K. Only thing that's right? really true 4K are usually movies. Yeah, like even that I I debate I I wouldn't say because a lot of them are either upscaled or downscaled to 4K and then the the bottleneck is the Blu-ray player right mm. or the disc like I have movies that aren't in 4K right and on the Blu-ray thing and then you also have 4K Blu-rays yeah right so I want to see because some some of these shots aren't shot. In 4K, and some of them are shot in like 8K and then downscaled. Yeah, most like uh, like most filmer filmmakers on YouTube, they use the red cameras, which shoot in 8K, then they downscale it to 4K. Yeah, which is fine because yeah, we're not losing any quality off yeah, that. Yeah, 8K, right? <laughs> um, uh, it's the our internet speeds again. Mm -hmm. Like when they uploaded YouTube, that's compression. Yeah, right. You like you're not getting the true value out of it. Mm -hmm. that's, even, what, that's what like. People say like 4K Blu-rays are the best way to watch 4K since they're yeah. usually uncompressed. Yeah. But there was the one video I saw where someone compared streaming compared to 4K Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. Unless you're like huge into like visuals, you're probably not going to tell the difference. Like 4K streaming has gone up quality in terms of quality a lot. Mm -hmm. There are some differences in some colors and shades, shadows and stuff like that. But like a lot of people who just want to watch movies, they won't even notice. Yeah. Again, like back, going back to that technology, notice. the local dimming zones, OLED yeah. screens, right? Uh, OLEDs are still pretty expensive. They're right? very expensive. Um, uh, 
don't rush rush to 8k mm-hmm. right stick to the 4k right improve it. and improve it get cheaper oleds right get more local dimming zones right for mm-hmm. non oled screens right uh do focus on that stuff to make the 4k look better right then rather than rushing to 8k yeah. right and still keeping that same okay we have 100 local dimming zones on this monitor okay now we're at AK. We still have a hundred, and you still get that ghosting, mm-hmm. um, glare of light, right? So, are you? Do you have any idea of future technology that you would like to see? Not in TVs, but as a whole. Anything, anything new that you would like to see? Twenty 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 is around the corner, <laughs> right? Such a it's twenty. 20. What I'm looking more into now is mostly headphones. Okay. So, like, I have no idea what to really want from new new technology and headphones. What I do want is Bluetooth quality and audio to be as good as wired with the DAC. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have LDAC and we have uh, high-res audio latency in Bluetooth now with the new Bluetooth. <laughs> and... Uh, like I, I, we were just looking. We went to Best Buy today. We we're looking at some, uh, true uh, the true wireless uh, earbuds. Yeah. Some of them don't support LDAC. Some of them don't support high res uh, HD audio. Right. Yep. And like it's, you're and paying you're like still two three hundred dollars. <laughs> like I would want to have really good audio quality for Bluetooth because a lot of phones are losing uh, he- uh headphone jacks. Yep. And I really love my music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, I've been looking for headphones, but I still haven't found anything that grabs me as much. Like, right now I have the Sony WH-1000XM2s, which are fantastic headphones. Mm-hmm. But they're over-ear headphones. I want in-ear buds as well, just for, like, walking around and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. those over-ear headphones do get annoying sometimes. But there's nothing that has that grabs me in terms of audio quality. I hate how everybody forgets about sound. Yeah, look, sound except for like sound companies, but like, yeah, they all cheap out sound, on sound. I think sound is one of the easiest things to really notice a difference of in terms of bad sound quality and good sound quality. Yeah, like once you listen to audio from a proper DAC and uh, analog inputs, like it's, it's so much better than just listening to like little dinky little headphones you buy from like the this podcast, store. for example. <laughs> <laughs> you can either hear us in quality or you can hear us in crap. Uh, yeah. That's a great example. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, audio, it's funny how sound is just thrown on the uh, back burner as a, like, not a high priority for people when they go for these setups and stuff because, like, they don't really care. But sound is probably one of the most immersive aspects, uh, aspects of entertainment. Yeah. Right? Like, if you have really good sound, it really brings you in. Like, you won't, you can't even, like, tell the difference. Like, not, not tell the difference, but like you can't really. Once you hear really good sound, you don't really want to go back. To I wouldn't sound. be surprised if movie theaters pay the same amount for getting a proper sound system, if not more, right, than they would for the projector and the screen. Yeah, like you need to, right? right? In terms of a movie theater, if you're yeah. if you're paying to go watch a movie there, like you need to. Because it's like some of these bigger movies here, they got like ten speakers on each side, yeah. speakers on the ceiling behind the screen. Yeah, right? it's insane. Yeah, and like. I don't know. I guess some people don't really care too much about sound. So, like, I have a few friends that, like, they buy dollar store headphones. And when they break, they just buy another pair of dollar store headphones. And I'm just like, 
Yo, Why? Man, once you like try out my headphones <laughs> and tell me if you want to go back to those dinky dollars for headphones. It's the price, man. It's the price. Yeah, it's the price mostly, but it's also like the difference is just night and day. Yo, actually, I wouldn't. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I used to buy dollar store headphones. Mm-hmm. They sounded amazing for a week. <laughs> and then they would, <laughs> and then they'll like go staticky and break and whatever, right? Yeah. But it was that week of amazingness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like I've never went with my whole cheap thing headphones with getting rid time. of the headphone jack is our phones don't have the best audio DACs. Mm-hmm. First of all, yeah, right. And second of all, it's being streamed over Bluetooth, mm-hmm. and Bluetooth is not the most reliable. Yeah, so that's why I want a improvement on yeah. Bluetooth right now. Like if I play music out of my headphone jack on my phone, yeah, right, and I stream that same uh, song on uh, through Bluetooth to my car, right, one through auxiliary, one through Bluetooth. The auxiliary one sounds a lot better and clearer mm-hmm. than it, it does on blue uh, bluetooth yeah mind you i have a two-year-old two and a half year old phone now mm-hmm. right but and it also does have an audio deck yeah right yeah, your phone does that one doesn't deck. incorporate with bluetooth it yeah. only incorporates through the headphone jack the headphone jack um like i think i told you about this like uh when i work i use my laptop bluetooth to listen to music mm-hmm. and stuff and then when i switch over to my phone bluetooth the phone bluetooth is so much better than laptop bluetooth like insanely better. That's another thing with laptops that I are pissing me off. Our phones have these tiny little cameras. Yeah. Right. That could fit into like the tiniest spots. Mm-hmm. And laptop manufacturers are struggling, right, to put a camera in a bezel. Right. <laughs> so they put it in the dumbest spots. My XPS. Look where the laptop is. Look where the cameras on my XPS. The bottom left. Yeah. Yeah. That little thing. Do you know how bad it looks when I go on webcam? It literally looks like I'm someone's looking up at me. Why do camera web cameras right look like they're still in the early two thousands <laughs> at this point? <laughs> right. It's really annoying. And same with audio quality. Like yeah. when you do a Skype conversation with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can't tell like anything most of the time. It's just like static. Yeah. They're all washed out and so on. <laughs> It's really annoying. I really like. I really want them to improve the Bluetooth because I mostly use Bluetooth headphones now. I really want them to improve the Bluetooth quality on laptops for audio, because my MacBook man, the Bluetooth audio on it is nothing compared to the LDAC Bluetooth I have on my phone. Yeah, like it's night and day difference. <laughs> it's so flat on my damn laptop. <laughs> I, I, this podcast turned more into a rant. Yeah. <laughs> than it did anything else. More into a mind, rant about mind you, our audio for this podcast is probably garbage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, once we get money, we could invest more in audio. Yeah, that and uh, try to figure out more. So things. please get more listeners listening to us. <laughs> yeah. Please share us. Yeah, at Day One Updates on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and. Uh, Please email us if you have any questions or concerns at dayoneupdates at gmail.com. That's day O-N-E updates at day one update cast. See, you're messing cast. <laughs> this is, I don't do this that often, okay? <laughs> this is your job. You forgot about it. I, I didn't forget about it. I said the Twitter and stuff. Remember, I said the email at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, but it's at the end now, so you should say it again. Oh, we're so ending this? Go That's for what it. Is it well, how, like, it's been a while. That is true. It's been a while. Do you have any more things to talk about? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Anything random you want to say? I don't know. It's getting pretty long. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> Any last random comment you want to say? 
Because this is game. random updates. I can't really think of it. What is your anymore. random update? Uh, we're going to play Gears of War 5. <laughs> yeah, okay. My random update is it's getting too damn cold too damn fast. Oh, the temperature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like hot like a week ago. And then now it's like windy as hell. Yeah, it's like 10 degrees oh my God. Celsius. That's what, that's what happens when you live in Canada. Yeah. So share us at day one updates on instagram and twitter drop us a line at day one update cast that's day one update o-n-e cast no day o-n-e update cast oh my god he got me tripping up i missed you up <laughs> at uh, gmail.com yeah and uh, let us know how we're doing mm-hmm. and uh, how we should improve and yeah and thank you guys very much if you guys are listening and if you guys enjoyed it please share it with your friends or anyone you know that might be interested in this type of thing and uh, if you guys did enjoy this uh, special type of episode we did just some random stuff, let us know and we might do more of these because they're actually pretty fun to record. Yeah. Just not having like a structure and just talking about random stuff. And it kind of flowed pretty well, I think. Random updates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you guys did enjoy it, then we'll make more of these. And please, again, thank you very much for listening for our episode. We are extremely grateful for you guys to listen to us. And uh, we'll see you guys next time, I guess. Peace out.